Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what I hope to be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. I guess with these podcast selfies, I got to get used to looking at the camera because normally I'm used to looking at Uncle Mosh over there and Swaggo over there. But when it's just you and me, I guess I got to get used to looking at the camera because that way I'm just not like, I don't know. Is that weird if I look at you the whole time? I don't know. We'll try it. Uh, anyway, so welcome to episode number 171 of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, yeah, I'm not looking at anybody except for you. Yeah, you, I see you out there. Uh, so what's up, chat room? Atticus be rocking. 
Adam Hill, Ty, ta-da, Raider is in there. Ron the Raider Raider, Matthew Mengus, Kill Jadus, uh, Lee B. Appreciate all of you joining uh, me live here in Murph's Fan Cave. And uh, yeah, it's just you and me tonight. Um, Swago had unfortunately had a little bit of a family thing, just minor emergency, nothing major, but he had to run home, and so he wasn't able to hang out for tonight's show. And Uncle Mosh, we don't know where he's at, man. Uh, he's, he's, if you see Uncle Mosh roaming the streets of Tunica, Mississippi, uh, outside of uh, one of the casinos, then definitely flag him down and then call one of his loved ones, which would be me and my Aunt Kathy. So uh, he's got many more than that. But definitely give us a shout and let us know what happened to him because we don't know where he's at. Um, of course, I jest. Uncle Mosh uh, just got done with his show, and, uh, and he's taking a well-deserved break from, uh, from the, the busyness of life, and so he's on a little bit of a vacation. So you'll see Uncle Mosh coming up probably in the next week or so when we do our annual Fanny Awards. Our Fanny Awards are coming up. That's when we give you and uh, members of the Raider Nation family uh, awards and uh, a very tongue-in-cheek you know, uh, display there. So anyways, uh, pretty fun stuff to look forward to when we get Mosh back. And of course, uh, again, Swago had to run out. Out, so we don't have him today but if you missed the interview we did with will compton earlier today right here in the fan cave you could see swago was here for that so um he'll be missed tonight but it was a good day hanging out with swago and i got an amazing story to tell you guys about what we got to do today um with our play date with will compton so uh, uh very very cool stuff uh so a lot to get to tonight as always a lot of raider news out there um Thanks again for those of you that are joining me live on the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube right now. Thank you for joining. Uh, if you want to be a part of what we do each and every week during the season and then every other week during the offseason, you could go to YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. That's M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave. And uh, hit the bell, the subscribe, as the kids say, and, uh, and get notified when we go live, and then you will never miss an episode. And uh, when you do that, when you join us live, you can get in the chat. And the chat kicks ass. They're funnier than we are they know more about, about football than we do and uh, it's always a good time in the chat room it's absolutely the best community uh going in terms of raider fan content and uh everybody in there rocks each and every week and uh, i mentioned some names already but of course Mon the, ron the mater raider uh he's the moderator of that thing holds us down ron the wrench they call him uh carrying that band hammer man if any chiefs fans decide to get loose in our chat uh, he holds it down for us each and every week and then also adam hill is in there tonight Kiliatus, ty ta-da raider which we got a uh, uh, an email from Ty uh, later tonight. Kill Janus, he got to get in and, and talk to Will. Got to ask uh, Will a question earlier today. So anyways, thanks. You, thanks. Oh, Aaron Capo, the Q-Dog Raiders in there. What's up, Capo? What's up, Raider Tommy? Uh, appreciate you all joining me here in the fan cave. So I mentioned you can do that. Go to the YouTubes. Help support us. Do it uh, there. I've got something fun for you. So we challenged our, you know, fans and, uh, and, and other people helped us like Cody to get our number up past 2000. So we now are officially past 2000 subscribers, which doesn't sound like a lot in the big scheme of things, but for us in our little world here for, uh, for, you know, three schmucks that do a Raider show in their bonus room, uh, it's a pretty big deal to us. So we are very thankful to those of you that are subscribed to us. And, uh, and I've got something to send to you, to a few of you, uh, that have subscribed over the past recent number to get us up and even a little bit past 2000 will include th those of you in that drawing and i'll show you what we're going to send you here in just a minute uh so thank you for that so do please do that youtube.com slash murph's fan uh also we are doing a fundraiser this year 
You can help us raise funds in, in a couple different ways, but I've got some really exciting news that we're going to get to in the respect segment. But just for first and foremost, right now we're supporting the XOXO Stabler Foundation. That is Kendra Stabler, uh, who's carrying on her, her father's legacy of, uh, of the foundation in terms of um, countering the effects of, uh, of CTE and uh, preventative measures and whatnot. And so, so good work there by Kendra, of course, and started by Kenny Stabler. So we're supporting them, and we're going to give them some money at the end of the year. Uh, and you can help us support them by going to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. That's G-E-A-R takes you to the Fanatics website. Anything you buy on the Fanatics website doesn't cost you anything extra. Just a little bit extra gets kicked back to us, and we're going to give all that money away to the foundation. All right, so that's all for the housekeeping tonight. Got a lot of fun stuff to get to tonight, as I mentioned. And we always start off our episode with uh, a a number that's relevant back to Raider Nation or the Raiders themselves. So uh, this is episode number 171 of Raiders Fan Radio. That's just RFR proper. That doesn't count. Tales from the Nation and all of the fan club blitzes and all the other shows that are on the Murph's Fan Cave Network, which you can find on any podcast service. That's just this show. That's just Raiders Fan Radio, Raiders Fan Radio Live. And uh, so 171 of these. And so Swag uh, always takes care of this. And Swag's not here tonight. He wanted me to let you all know that the number 171 is significant to the current day Raiders and our existing starting quarterback, one David, Dave, David, listen to me. But it kind of is a David Carr thing because Derek Carr has been sacked 171 times. If you can believe that, 171 times already in his still relatively young career, uh, the man has been put down 171 times. That's, that's a lot. Uh, that's a lot. So um, anyways, not a great number to reflect back, but it's still uh, significant one way or the other. So we'll hope that that's only like 171 by the end of this year, right? Uh, and my joke earlier was like, yeah, 171 times he's been sacked and only 120 of those were Austin Howard. Yeah. Or I think it's this. That's pretty funny. Okay. Uh, let me hit some contact info and then we're going to jump into the show. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard (laughs) as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh, he twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you want to, you if you want to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us. On the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. I always forget to do that part. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. All right, appreciate Max. Max! We're big Max fans around here. Lots of Maxes. One especially. 
What's up, boo? Uh, okay, so uh, I, got, I got a lot of respect to get to tonight uh, to start off the show. Uh, we're going to go in-house uh, with our first one, and I'm going to give respect to, uh, to our buddy Mojo. Uh, first and foremost, we always give Mojo respect because when he goes to work every day, he fights for our democracy and the, uh, and the freedoms that we so enjoy every day in this country. And uh, despite our challenges, it's still the greatest nation in the world and uh, in the history of the world for that matter. And uh, so anyway, so we appreciate Mojo on that front, always first and foremost. But uh, also, I want to give Mojo respect for this new uh, venture that he started up. Uh, for those of you that are familiar with Mojo and the Mojo's Pod Show and what that Raider-centric show used to be, he's now moved to uh, When the Universe Speaks, which is him and his buddy, uh, the big gringo, and it's on the same channel there, so you can find Mojo. And uh, it's phenomenal, and I was saving this audio clip to play in front of Mosh. I'll probably play it again. I'll probably play this a whole bunch of times. But Mojo, if you find his channel and go out there and find the Coyote PSA that he put out, because our man is funny. I mean, this Mojo is freaking hilarious, man. This was fantastic. So I'm not going to play you the whole thing, but I'm going to play you a little clip just to give you a little, a little smidge of what the Mojo uh, pod show has turned into with this Universe Speaks. And it starts off with his PSA against the dangers of coyotes. How's it going? Mojo here. You might recognize me from being a YouTube sensation. You might recognize me as being an ancient astronaut theorist. But today, I'm a wildlife expert. I want to raise awareness on a little-known problem that we call coyotes. Or coyotes. They're everywhere. If you come across coyote scat, kick it. Report it to the local authorities and get the hell out of there. If you have a chance to encounter one of these bloodthirsty creatures, you're gonna wanna assert some dominance. I'd say pull out your shake it around a couple times, show that sucker who's boss. That'll get him away from you and your family. <laughs> okay, so you guys gotta see this, man. It's amazing. Mojo's up in the hills and he gives this, like, I don't know, three or four minute long PSA on the dangers of coyotes and it's freaking hilarious. So please go out there and continue to support our guy Mojo uh, out there on his channel. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, next up, I want to give respect to uh, our buddy Cody, man. Um, so Cody, you guys know him as, as, uh, as Raider Cody and he has, of course, the, the wildly popular Raider Cody podcast and a popular YouTube channel. And uh, I want to give him props for a few things is that, you know, our relationship with Cody, man, we got introduced to this guy over beef. Right. And, you know, we don't beef with anybody around here. A rising tide raises all ships is the way that we that's the rule we follow. And that's a, a statement courtesy of our buddy Kenny Stapler from Pillaging Podcast. So we, we want to lift each other up, man. It's what we're all about. And so uh, when this, you know, our beef came up, we, we got in touch with each other, uh, talked through everything, figured it all out. And Cody's become a great friend. And um, uh, on and off the air. And I'm proud to announce and or a continual announcement, I should say, because this is going to be ongoing that we're going to partner with Cody and we are going to partner by founding our own foundation. And so as of today, I can tell you that uh, I have founded the One Nation Foundation. And so that is a nonprofit organization. It's going to be co-chaired by myself and Cody. Uh, it is, this is an official nonprofit organization registered with the state that I live in, which is Tennessee. And so we are going to um, it'll be myself and Cody. Probably Uncle Mosh will be a third member uh, of the board. And then we'll have two additional folks as well. So that way we have the ultimate transparency in this thing. 
And the reason why is because we want to raise a bunch of money. I'm not talking about raising a few thousand dollars like we did last year. No shame in what we did in raising our money for Boletnikov. But we think that there's a bigger number to be attained and to do even more good with what we are able to do with our shows and the revenue we're able to generate. And we're talking about going above and beyond even these other foundations that we're going to contribute to. But anyways, none of this happens without Cody's help. None of this happens without, um, you know, Cody reaching out and uh, to begin with. So much respect to him, much love to him. And, uh, man, you guys are going to see some really cool stuff from us coming up. Uh, we're going to, it'll have its own website. It will be separate from Raiders fan radio. It'll be separate from the Raider Cody podcast. This will be its own entity, this foundation. And, uh, there will be ways for you to contribute. There will be merchandise for you to buy and just know that it's a nonprofit and every single dime that gets spent there and, and accumulated will be donated to various charities and foundations that are Raider related or otherwise throughout the course of the year. So we want to do some good for Raider nation Raider. The Raiders have given, you know, the Raiders have given me a lot in my life. The Raiders, just by existing, just by Al Davis being who Al Davis was, Kenny Stabler being who Kenny Stabler was, you know, Willie Brown being who Willie Brown was. Like, you think about the greats of the Raiders, like just those men and how they lived their lives and existed has given me more than, than I could ever pay back. And so that's what this, not to get so cheesy on you guys, but I hope you understand where this is coming from. We just want to give back, man. We want to give back. Like, I would get on this air and talk to you guys every week about the Raiders like anyways, like it, like it doesn't matter if there's five people or 5,000 people. I don't care. Like we're going to do this thing. And so anyways, the idea that we can raise money while doing that, we want to give it away. So that's what we're going to do with the, with, with the cope of help of Cody. So much respect to him and, uh, and got a lot for you coming up, uh, on that front. Okay. So stay, so stay alert for that one nation foundation. Remember that that's the name of the nonprofit. Okay. Um, and, and first and foremost, love you guys, too, for helping us with these raising these funds, because it's not us that do, that do it. I'm just a knucklehead with a microphone in my bonus room. You guys are the ones that actually contribute to this. Uh, and so thank you for that. Um, OK, one more I got to get to. And this is a little bit of a story here. All right. So this whole thing with 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 Cody was based on uh, some guest mix ups that we had. There was a handful of guests, some content things that got mixed up or whatever. And one of the guys that got kind of caught up in that, that, that led to Cody and I meeting up and everything and, and us and our shows getting together and whatnot is, was around Will Compton. As you know, Will, Will is number 51 right here uh, for the Raiders, uh, played last year. First game he played was uh, against the Detroit Lions, finished out the season, had a highly productive year with the Raiders. When you look at Will's numbers, and if you were to take the nine games he played and extrapolate that out over a season, he would have been like the leading tackler on the team. He would have outperformed Tiger Whitehead last year. Like, Will is a freaking fantastic football player, and he's a super cool guy, super funny guy, has a great podcast called Bussin' with the Boys that he does with left tackle the Tennessee Titans, Taylor Lewan. They have a great show. And uh, they pull lots of Raidery guests. So, you know, Darren Waller, Derek Carr, um, you know, Max Crosby, and more on the horizon. So if you're a Raider fan, you definitely want to check out their show. Well, Will also spent a year with the Tennessee Titans before he went, uh, before he came to the Raiders. So he still lives here in Nashville. So we got to know Will a little bit. And, um, and so knowing that he's a local guy, um, we had some stuff come up that we were able to, Jeff and I in our day job, were able to help Will out with. And so today was the day that we helped him out with, with some things. And he was gracious with his time. And while we were kind of waiting around, we went and had lunch with him. So we meet up with Will. 
Um, he hops in the car with me and Swago, and where do we go? We go to Dominico's, because that's where you go when you got a Raider in town. You go to Dominico's. So Will was one of the few guys, if you saw the interview earlier, one of the few people ever that's been to both Dominico's. So he's been to the Dominico's here in Middle Tennessee where we live, and he's been to the Dominico's in Alameda. So we go to Dominico's. Uh, Jeff Murphy is down there, the owner of Dominico's, uh, you know, all-time Alameda High School passing leader, uh, former MTSU Blue Raider quarterback. And so we hung out with Jeff for a little bit, talked shop with him for a little bit, uh, and then sat down, had this really killer lunch. And then uh, we were just kind of joking around about, like, you know, what we were going to do because we still had some more time to kill. And I go, hey, man, I go, you want to come to the fan cave? And he's like, yeah, let's, come on, I'm, I'm down. And we're like, we could like pretend like we kidnapped you. We'll have you duct taped up and tied up to Uncle Masha's chair or something. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm down. So we come out to the fan cave. So, so here's what happened. So Will came out and, and sat with us for a while, loved the fan cave, tweeted out some pictures of the fan cave, gave us so much love on social media. So, so much respect to him for taking time for a couple of fans, for me and Swago to just kind of hang with us, have lunch, and then course come on and do the show. But even above and beyond that, okay, check this out, Raider Nation. So here's what Will did. We told them that we were doing his giveaways, right, for our uh, listeners that helped us get over 2,000 subscribers. So you guys know we're going to send you, like, some shirts and some other stuff, right? Look what else I'm going to send you. Check this out. Will signed some pictures for us. So there's the four of the boys, right? Will Compton autograph. So I've got two of these. So I've got two of these 8x10s. So I'm going to send uh, two of our uh, two people at random that help us get over 2,000. I'm going to send you that. And check this out. This is where it gets really cool. He also gave me a game jersey. This is a legit freaking Raider game jersey. Signed it. Of course, signed it for the boys. Okay? And this thing is now going to look. I love Marcel Reese, one of my all-time favorite players, but he ain't never been to the fan cave. So I'm going to take this jersey, and this is going to go up in, in the box here behind me. But then here's what will, is cool for you guys. So we're doing all this fundraising, right? Well, this Compton jersey, this Nike Compton jersey that I bought, like, I don't know, a couple months ago, he signed that too. All right? So we're going to auction this thing off. So as you guys know, we had some tornadoes that came through Nashville right before COVID happened. And I did a lot of destruction that we're still climbing our way out of around here in Middle Tennessee. So we're going to auction this jersey off. I'll figure out a way to do it. I don't know where we'll do it, where we'll post it up or whatever. But we're going to auction this thing off. So you got a chance to, to, to bid on this thing, buy this Will Compton jersey, and then 100% of the money that we get will go to the Tornado Relief Fund. So cannot give Will enough respect. You know, going into this thing, we Jeff and I knew we were going to be hanging out with this guy for a little while. And it was like... Uh, you know, look, I've met a lot of famous football players, you know, from whatever, not just the Raiders, but a lot of different things. And not because I'm anybody special, but just because I happen to be in the right place at the right time or go to certain events or whatever, or just run into Darren Waller in the parking lot outside the Oakland Coliseum. So have had a good, good chance to meet a lot of players. I've met athletes. I've met uh, a lot of athletes from different sports. I've met rock stars. I've met a lot of people in life. You know, again, nothing special. Just I've had a chance to go backstage and see people or meet people. I've never hung out with a one with an athlete or anybody else for like three hours or three and a half hours. Me and Jeff did today, so like it was kind of interesting. It was like, well, I don't know, this is gonna go. Could not have been a nicer guy, nicest guy. Just like he sounds on busting with the boys, he's like that sitting in the back seat of my car on the way to Dominico's. Funny, 
engaging, charismatic, super good dude. And anyways, so this is not a love letter to Will Compton, but I do want to appreciate him and respect him an absolute ton because what he did for us today and for you guys and for Raider Nation is absolutely unmatched because he definitely is, is, is going to share all that, uh, share that love back with you all. So, so thank you to him. Much respect to Will. And now let's get to, uh, let's get to some Raiders fan radio. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they f***ing put out a banger podcast. Oh, where's the one? This one? Murph, Swag Jeff, and who's the third guy? He got a big kick out of that when we played that one for him. He didn't know we made those clips out of him about the when we play for Uncle Mosh. Murph, Swag Jeff, and who's the third guy? <laughs> So uh, anyway, so and, and if you want to see that interview, of course, it's on our channel. It's on the Murph's Fan Cave uh, YouTube channel. I did pull audio from that, and I will have that posted up probably as an RFR conversation, and I'll have that up for you uh, soon within the next couple of days for those of you that listen to the audio-only podcast version of the show. All right. So, all right, let's get to some Raiders news. So a lot of stuff about uh, Allegiant Stadium this week. Uh, lots to get out this week. Uh, you know, Legion Stadium is about done. I was talking to Cody about this on his show the other day. Like, isn't it fitting, right, that us as Raider fans, we finally get something nice, and now we can't sit in it because of freaking COVID. Like, the whole world's against us, man. It always has been. And um, anyways, it, but it's a, it's a beautiful facility. And, you know, all the years that we paid our dues, more, marching into Mordor every week, you know, going to see the Raiders and, you know, peeing in troughs and dealing with, you know, the, the downtrodden facilities over the years. And even though they were ours and we loved the facility, we love the Oakland Coliseum because it was ours. But, you know, and I'll still, you know, that stadium completely blacked out at night with the bright, the green grass shining and the, against that, that dark sky. Like, I mean, it was pretty to me, but I get, you know, look, we needed a new place. So uh, we've got this new beautiful stadium that we can't sit in, but hopefully soon. And so uh, they're coming really close to being done with it. And it looks beautiful. They got the field tray in, as I saw, even as of today. A lot of the made men were talking about that today. The field tray is in, and it just looks beautiful. Um, so a uh, couple things about Allegiant Stadium. So number one, they released a hype video. Like, this might be a week or two old at this point, but they released a hype video that's uh, out there to kind of fire up people to come work there. It's all about like the legacy of the Raiders and you being part of that by coming and working there. And so uh, the video is awesome, but the audio is great too. So let's check that out. I had a dream that someday I would build the finest organization in professional sports. As soon as I saw the Raiders on television in the black and the way they played and the excitement, I wanted to be a Raider greatest coaches. John Madden goes on the shoulders of his players. No let up. No let up. Let's go. The greatest players. It's my honor for enshrinement in the Hall of Fame. It's the greatest honor. I always want to be a Raider. I'm extremely proud to have been a Raider. The flame that would burn brightest here is the will to win. All those things are the Raiders. You get everything I've done. Play for each other. We're all ready. Don't second guess yourself. He's sacked. He is going down. As he gets free.
Oh my gosh. <laughs> that doesn't fire you up, man. I love that, man. I love the way that do 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 that's freaking killer. Anyways, good stuff there. Definitely watch the video. The the, the video that accompanies that sound is, is just absolutely uh amazing. A lot of great old footage and then even uh recent footage from the Raiders. So definitely check that out. All right, a lot going on in the chat room tonight. Appreciate all of those of you that are joining us, the Murph Fan Cave, uh youtube.com slash Murph Fan Cave. Uh Lee B is in there, Tampa Raider, Big Easy. What's up, Big Easy? Matthew Mangus, Ron the Mater Raider, Tampa Raider, Kill Jadis, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, the Cap. Uh, let's see who else is in there. Jeff Murphy, what's up? So there we go. Jeff Murphy from uh, Domenico's. Glad Jeff is in there tonight. Uh, good to see him today. We're gonna get Jeff back in here in the fan cave too. In the next uh, couple weeks, we're gonna get, we're gonna get Jeff back in. It was a great time having him in uh, earlier this summer, I guess, or late spring, whatever it was. Uh, Raider Cody's in there. What's up, Cody? Uh, I hope you hope you heard all that stuff I said. An awful lot of nice things about you, Cody. Um, so hope you didn't miss all that. Um, Okay, let's see what's up. Oh, yeah, so we got, uh, next up, we got John Gruden talking to the uh, the workers of Allegiant Stadium. So now they're, uh, they're as I mentioned, they're approaching completion, and a lot of the workers were, like, kind of out on the field, and this is the first time they had the video boards working with the audio. So this is the first thing that's ever been played across the, the AV system there at Allegiant Stadium, and, uh, of course, uh, our coach is there. So as you hear... So this is taken from a video where like they go from like the actual video to like the video like taken from inside the stadium. So you'll hear this like crazy echo. So just know when you hear all the echoey stuff, that's that's not our feed. That's them broadcasting what was actually played inside the stadium. So let's check that out. Hey, this is John Gruden here with the Raiders. I just had a couple thoughts I'm working on my game plan. But I just have to tell you the stadium looks freaking awesome. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. And I just want to congratulate all you workers for an incredible accomplishment during adversity. It's the two-minute drill. You've done 99% of the work, maybe 97% of the work. Uh, I just challenge you to finish like a champion. We were lucky enough that uh, Coach Gruden wanted to share a message with us and do a little bit of a time lapse on being in the fourth quarter, finishing safe, finishing strong, and it's just a really important aspect of this project. It was awesome to do it today because it was actually the first time that the boards had video and audio on them at the same time and worked. I do want to remind everybody too to be safe. Wear your, wear your mask, be safe, and uh, take care of yourselves. Love you guys. Thank you. All right, we love you too, Coach, and hopefully we'll get a chance to see you prowling the sidelines there that's not on TV, although uh, it's looking like it's going that way, man. I saw Philly announce today that that uh, they're looking at a season with no fans. I don't know how you do it. If you do it by stadium or by city, can you, are you allowed to have fans in certain cities or not? I'll tell you something interesting today. We were talking to Will. Um, gosh, so much cool insight. Like, you know, beyond just having like an interview or like, again, a quick minute with someone, uh, actually just like digging in on conversation while you know you're in the car together or whatever um we were talking about that we were talking about what it would be like for him as a player uh to not have fans in the stands and he was like you know there's pros and cons to it he's like you know obviously the cons are like especially as a defensive player right you lose the noise you lose the crowd noise and you lose those those aspects um but he's like guys are going to be laser focused because guys are not going to be thinking about you know, the crowd chirping them. That's Will's term. You know, people chirping at them. People giving, you know, players crap. I mean, obviously, you know, as it is Raider fans, like, go to a Raider game, like, 
They're not shy to let you know if they're not happy with what you're doing. So that whole idea that like you don't have to worry, you have to sweat the crowd, but like it's going to be, you know, you're, you're going to have the ability to completely lock in. I thought that was very interesting. The other thing Will pointed out was that they're going to have to change their calls up quite a bit. Um, we as fans are going to love it because we're going to hear every single thing that's going on the sideline. But in terms of like the opposing teams, they're going to hear all your calls. They're going to hear they're going to hear the coaches on the sidelines. He's like, we're going to have to come up with basically like vanilla concepts that we can then change and add verbiage to week in, week out. It was very interesting hearing him kind of talk from that perspective that, you know, if we have to play a season in front of nobody, like it's going to have much bigger ramifications than just, you know, there's no crowd noise. Like there's a lot of other things because you're going to think about that. If you got two teams inside Allegiant Stadium and there's nobody else in there, like you could, I, I could be talking this loud and you could hear me from across the field, let alone a coach, you know, hollering in whatever signals and what, you know what I mean? So very interesting concept there from Will. So um, anyways, I hope we get to have fans in there. I mean, odds are at best, and we're going to hear from Mojo in a little bit, who's a season ticket holder, probably going to be like, I've heard rumors of like 14,000 seats, maybe everybody socially distanced. I don't know, man. It's going to be pretty crazy, uh, Raider Nation. So we're going still this year. You know, uh, Cody and I are going to host or co-host a, uh, well, actually, I'm guesting. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm guesting on his show, on his pregame show at the Stage Door Casino in Vegas. We're going to do that. Um, Kevin, the Raider nerd, is going to be in town to celebrate his 50th birthday. Uh, my boo's going to be with me, Max. She'll be there, and we're going to, you know, hang out and watch the Raider game. Uh, I don't know if anybody's going to be going to the game, though. That's going to be very, very interesting uh, what Vegas is like uh, come, come September. So, uh, anyways, good stuff there from, from, from Will, uh, again, on his insight. And, uh, and appreciate uh, Coach Gruden, as always, uh, addressing the workers and giving those, those folks uh, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of respect there. What's up, everyone? This is Maurice Hurst from Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Just win, baby. Thanks. All right, got a couple more stories for you here before we get to the Sea of Fans mailbag. That's, of course, where we hear from you, the RFR listeners, and I appreciate each and every one of you each and every week that reaches out to us. Uh, Okay, so the Madden ratings came out this week. You guys know I'm a Madden junkie. Um, I'm becoming less and less, uh, I don't know, um, or I'm becoming disenfranchised uh, with with Madden a little bit because it just lacks in franchise mode what it what it maybe once did once upon a time or at least doesn't build on it at all they're all about madden ultimate team and all that kind of stuff and it just takes away from the team building aspect that i love so much about the game but anyways but that said uh it's still the only football game going so i'm gonna play it each and every year the ea is gonna get my 60 bucks and um so it's always fun to look at the madden ratings Overall ratings have much lesser of an impact on the the players than like sometimes with speed and other things do, but it's still fun to look at the overall Madden ratings. So here's what you got. So it's think of it like this for those of you that aren't familiar with Madden. Uh, it's like a one to 100 rating. Okay. So anything below 70 pretty much sucks. Anything above 90 is like superstar level and then everything in between. Right. So uh, on the low end, you got Gabe Jackson clocked in at a 78. Derek Carr comes in at 79. Uh, I think underrated on both those guys. Uh, Tyrell Williams gets an 82. Not bad. Not bad. Could be better. LaMarcus Joyner gets an 82. Demarius Randall gets an 82. 
And uh, and then we get into some good ratings. Uh, Darren Waller gets an 85. I think that's fair. Plus, Darren Waller is always fast in Madden. Trent Brown gets an 87. That's legit for our big right tackle. Josh Jacobs gets an 88, which is pretty solid. And also considering that, like, the other moves and things that he'll have that'll be in the 90s, probably, like, break tackle and whatnot. Uh, then Richie Incognito gets a 90 and underrated at 93 is Rodney Hudson to be our highest rated Madden player. Now, I think that's fair that he's the highest rated Madden player because I think he's the best player on our team by position, but he's probably the best center in the league too. I think that he's more of like a 98, 99 type player, but nobody asked me. So, um, so uh, as I mentioned, Trent Brown is on that list and we've got some fun uh, audio from Trent Brown this week. Uh, How's that first segue is what the kids call it. Uh, so Trent Brown was on the uh, Adam Lefko show, which Lefko would get some great guests and uh, some very good interviews on the Lefko show. And this week he had Trent Brown on there. And so Trent Brown is on there and he tells a pretty funny story about how he was a gymnast. Now this man is large. Like, have you seen him? Like he's like the biggest guy on the planet and he was a gymnast. And so it's pretty funny uh, hearing him talk about being a gymnast. And the other thing that's funny about this interview too, is that he's like wearing a, uh, like a thing, like around his neck, like a, uh, like a smock thing. And someone's cutting his hair. It's kind of funny. So you hear the clippers on a couple of these things. I'd be wishing I could still flip sometimes. When I was younger, like I ain't been able to flip since I was like nine years old. But when I was younger, the, people don't know this, but the first, the first sport I participated in was gymnastics. Stop. I swear. You're well, talking 6'8", 350, Trent Brown was a gymnast. What kind of, what were we doing? Pommel horse, rings, balance beam? <laughs> I mean, it was it was really just a free-for-all type of class every Saturday morning at the uh, YMCA, but I was, it was balance beams, uh, the rings, what is it, what, everything in there, really. And were you doing a standing flip, or was it one of those things where an adult would be behind you and, like, flip you over? Nah, as I got older, I got better. Like, I could do pretty much everything. I wasn't advanced. Like, I'm always amazed by those people that can just be in the air for, like, 12 seconds doing oh, all these things and shit like that. But, nah, I was I was really uh, just little regular flips, you know, from the, from the cartwheel to the backflips and stuff like that. Never did a standing backflip, though. If you were to try and do that now, what do you think would happen? Shit, I'd probably die. <laughs> <laughs> i promise you if i follow my neck it's over with <laughs> i love that man he's the best we don't hear much from trent man so that was cool to hear from the big man there uh again holding it down there on the right side all right it's so in the chat appreciate everybody in there killed jadas big easy aaron the q dog raider the capo ron the mater raiders in there uh lee b uh big easy matthew mangus is in there tyrone graves what's up tyrone uh let's see what's in there i think i got everybody i uh, can't scroll up but anyways appreciate all of you joining us in the chat tonight and uh so in the chat they're talking about uh how fast henry ruggs is because they haven't released all the stats about the players in madden but they did release a lot of them including including those overalls i gave you uh and some speed numbers and henry ruggs is 98 so that's excuse me he's the second fastest player in the game uh only tyreek hill is faster which uh you know, I don't even think I need to say anything about that. You guys pretty much know how me and everyone in the chat would feel about that. Uh, so but anyways, but Ruggs, 78 speed. I think he was like, uh, if I remember right in the draft thing I saw, he was like maybe like 97 or 96 acceleration. So pretty dang fast. So uh, look forward absolutely with playing with uh, with Tyreek Hill in the game. 
nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. All right, so we got one more for you before we get into the sea of fans, and uh, we are going to go a little Raiders in pop culture. So I love all these submissions that I've been getting from you all. Please keep them coming. Um, I'm getting two or three a week now, and uh, and so they're 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 fantastic. Some some of you are just sending like a picture, like Kevin the Raider nerd sent one this week from the movie Encino Man, and uh, there's a scene in there where there's a Bo Jackson like a like a football penalty felt thing kind of thing hanging up, and it was like a bow nose kind of thing. It was really cool. Uh, so anyway, so keep those things coming. I've gotten a bunch from Monster Mash Ken and like uh, uh, our buddy Chris Bourbon Raider has sent in a bunch as always, and so but this one I found on my own. So. Uncle Maj isn't here again, so I can I can uh, freaking ramble about Star Wars. Um, so uh, one of the, my favorite things, and many of your favorite things, those of you that are Star Wars fans, uh, one of our favorite things here lately in the Star Wars world is The Mandalorian. So The Mandalorian is the show on Disney Plus that chronicles, uh, you know, The Mandalorian. And uh, so it's anyways, it's a really really cool show. It's it's some of the best Star Wars that's come out in a long long time, and. Um, one of the things that's unique about that show is that one of in the no spoilers, but towards the end of the first season, there is a scene where there's a lot of stormtroopers. So there's like kind of like a showdown, kind of Butch and Sundance thing, and there is like hundreds of stormtroopers outside this like cantina, right, ready to get our good guys. Well, uh, to get that many stormtroopers on set, they invited the five hundred first. The five hundred first is like a fan group that builds their own uh, costumes and they are like, they represent as like stormtroopers or Imperial people or whatever, or any kind of costume thing in like different events. So like when you see like a bunch of stormtroopers at like a movie premiere or like at a theme park or whatever, that's the 501st. Our buddy Kevin, the Raider nerd is a member of the 501st. Okay. So that's that group. All right. So all these guys and g- gals are on set of the Mandalorian. And I swear this is going Raiders and pop culture. Hang with me. All these guys and gals are on set for The Mandalorian in this behind-the-scenes show called Gallery that's on Disney Plus also. So if you watch Gallery, it's the last episode, you'll see all these stormtroopers. All right, so these stormtroopers have come from all over the world. There's a bunch of them that came from the Bay Area. Well, also starring on this show is Carl Weathers. You may know him as Apollo Creed. You may know him as Chubbs from Happy Gilmore. You may know him as number 49 for the Oakland Raiders, okay? So, Carl Weathers, famous actor, okay, former Raider, plays Grief Karga on The Mandalorian. So, the Mandal- so all these stormtroopers are meeting the cast. So, Grief Karga, Apollo Creed, Chubbs, Carl Weathers walks over to greet all these stormtroopers, and this is what he had to say. We were able to grab some folks from our, our garrison up in the Bay Area and, and bring a few people down to join a few hundred miles down here. SoCal. Yeah. You guys came down from San Francisco? Yeah. yeah. All right, go Oakland. That's all yeah. I need. <laughs> Did you hear that? So he walks over to him and he goes, Where are you guys from? From San Francisco? And they go, Yeah. And they're all smiling and happy. And he goes, Yeah, go Oakland and walks away. 
It's freaking money. Check it out. Here, we were able to grab some folks from our, our garrison up in the Bay Area and, and bring a few people down to join a few hundred miles down here. SoCal. Yeah. You guys came down from San Francisco? Yeah. yeah. All right. Go Oakland. That's all yeah. I yeah. <laughs> It's so funny. They're all happy because he goes, oh, you're from San Francisco? And they're like, yeah. And he goes, go Oakland. And turns around and walks away. And they're all like, oh. <laughs> it's so funny, man. So absolutely. So uh, much respect to uh, to Carl Weathers, man. All these years later, man, still holding it down for the Raiders, and we appreciate him. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. Oh, man, appreciate uh, uh, Tyrone Graves in, in the chat. Yes, Action Jackson. How can I forget Action Jackson? Absolutely, man. Carl Weathers is a freaking legend, man. Awesome. So uh, good stuff from him there. And I appreciate you uh, in the chat. Uh, Matthew Mangus is in there. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Lee B. Uh, Tyrone, as I mentioned. Big Easy. Kill Jadis. Uh, let's see. I can't scroll up, but I uh, appreciate all of you in there tonight for this podcast selfie. All right, let's get to some emails. And then I don't have many voicemails tonight. Uh, we don't have a call from the capo unless, Aaron, if you want to call us live, man. Let me, I'll tell you what, let me bring this thing up here. Let me bring up, let me bring this up. And capo, you want to call in live, man. Just go, okay, there, I've got it up now. If you want to call in live, man, hit it. Uh, I'll go ahead and start on the emails. And then we do have a couple uh, voicemails. Uh, to get to. All right. So, so speaking of Star Wars, here we go. Uh, this is from Aaron R because your last name is a long one. And I'm going to, I'll, let's see. I don't want to butcher your last name out of respect for your last name. Rudabush, R O U D A Bush, Rudabush. Um, Aaron R. I love the other guys too, but I wanted to give you a big Han for doing the show solo. Thank you very much. Um, I love the Star Wars and I know I'm in the minority but the stadium can't be the Death Star. It's not cool to name stuff after the losing side. Okay, interesting. All right. So uh, uh, every iteration of the Death Star was blown up. It's like naming something the Titans. Why would you name your team that? They lose to the Greek gods in their own story. I'm holding fast to my unpopular opinion on the stadium's nickname, the Black Pearl. So does that make Henderson the Isla de la Muerta? Go Raiders. Signed Aaron R. All right, so okay, I, I can dig it, man. Look, I'm a I'm a nerd at multiple levels. Um, I actually, you know what? I got one. Well, okay, I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm all over the place. I've got Aaron's e uh, voicemail. I see you, Capo, and I see I got one from Ron too. So I'm gonna play those live here when we when we get to yours. They're unedited, so we'll just we'll just play them up. But uh, when when we get there, but thank you guys and appreciate you pointing that out in the chat, Capo, that you got your call in because I, I I see you in there now. Um. Okay, so but go back to this. All right, so 
I'm a nerd at all levels. I can appreciate uh, the freaking parts of the Caribbean movies. I love them. They're great. And I love, and I don't dislike the nickname, the Black Pearl. The only thing about, oh, I think we're getting a call. Let's see. Go here. Go here. Hey, there it is. Let's see what it is. Oh, hello. Ah, I missed it. Call back. I got you up now. Call again. The only thing about the Black Pearl is that the Black Pearl's cursed. Like, we don't want our place to be cursed. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I get it. That like, But the Death Star was the ultimate, you know, base for the bad guys. So I kind of get, get the spirit behind it. You know, Raiders were pirates and the Black Pearl and it's the shining gem in the desert. I get all that stuff, but it was cursed, man. So I know the Death Star blew up, but this thing is cursed in per- perpetuity. Um, so there's my $6 word for the night. But like, I don't know, man. I just, I, I don't dislike Black Pearl, but it's not the Death Star, man. It's the Death Star. All right. Call back whoever that was. Sorry I missed you there. Uh, okay, next up. Dear RFR family, what a week for football. We could see Jadevian Clowney in the silver and black. How sane is that? He's gone this long without signing with the team. I'm with you. Uh, I think that uh, the reason he hasn't signed yet is I think he's getting a lot of one-year deals lobbied at him. I don't think this guy's getting a bunch of three, four-year deals sent his way because if he was, I think he'd be signed by now. Um, my take on it for the right price because we've had Mad Max and Furl. Who? F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't Furl. And they are way cheaper than Clowney and can be put up the same numbers as Clowney. And Clowney does have injury concerns and Gruden wants players who love football. So, you know, that's a question Clowney is going to have to answer. And if Chucky has any doubt, he's not going to sign him. In conclusion, I would love to see Clowney in the silver and black, but for the right price. That's all from this twin, Daniel Mangus, diehard Raiders fan, signing off. Thank you, Daniel Mangus. Appreciate you. Yeah, man, everything, uh, I'm all about value in terms of player. Like, that's, you have to evaluate players based on value. Are they worth it? Are they worth the amount of money that you're willing to extend out to, to bring them in? And if the answer to that question is yes, obviously you bring them in. Um, but, you know, value could be, you know, subjective. It, you know, it depends on position. It depends on production. Um, but when you look at Jadevi and Clowney, he has the productivity of Max Crosby, or you could say Max Crosby has a productivity of Jadevi and Clowney. Either way, you're talking about very similar numbers in terms of sack total, in terms of hits uh, behind the line of scrimmage, um, you know, uh, uh, any, you, you name it for the, 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 the tangible stats. I don't remember them all off the top of my head. Now I remember, I, I said them on Cody's show the other day, but for all the, the, you know, quarterback hits, all that kind of stuff, they're very, very similar. Now, granted, Clowney has like a five-year run. Crosby's got one year. But based on those, what evidence we have available, they're very similar in terms of their play, in terms of productivity. The other thing that's interesting about Clowney is that he can be a closer. And that's what we need. You know, um, I don't begrudge the Raiders for moving on from Khalil Mack. A lot of us don't. Uh, but we lost that closer capability. We lost that guy to get that big sack on third down. We lost that guy that's going to pick off Cam Newton at the five-yard line and run it in for a touchdown. We lost that guy that can finish off the game. And so can Clowney be that guy? Maybe. Can Max Crosby be that guy? Maybe. Can they be that guy together collectively? Yes. I think that's a resounding yes, uh, that when you look at, at, at their capabilities. Now, 
Granted, it's probably going to be a short-term thing. Uh, even if we sign him, you know, it's probably going to be a one-year kind of deal. I mean, the Raiders don't have a ton of money. Um, they've got some cap room, which in terms of building a team, that's the only number that matters. So there is some, num- there is some, some you know, dollars to be spent. Uh, as Cody said very well, uh, you know, cap space doesn't sack the quarterback. So if you got room and, you've, and you're filling out your 53 then bring them on. It adds some versatility then, I think, to Furl's uh, game. F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't Furl. He can move inside, which they want to do. We know Paul Gunther likes to move him around, and so that gives him a little more versatility when you have two absolute stud pass rushers uh, on the corners there. So I'm all about Jadevian Clowney as long as they don't extend out crazy money to him, but the Raiders haven't done that with anybody else. So uh, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, Again, for the value, if we're just talking about him as a player, if we're taking the, the dollars out of it and just say, like, would you want this guy on your team? Yes, heck, if you, if you don't, then, you know, then you're missing something. And the other thing, I'll give one, one last thing, too. Uh, Daniel brought up the whole, his whole love of football and he's been criticized for. Look who he was playing for. You see guys clamoring to play for Bill O'Brien? You see, look what Bill O'Brien did to DeAndre Hopkins. Like, Bill O'Brien... Has let like has made some of the goofiest decisions around players, and so that whole idea, that whole notion, like I don't know, man. I just I don't I don't think that I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in the room. I'm not going to judge Bill O'Brien here from my fan cave, but I'll just say this: his track record hasn't proven great in terms of player relations. So that whole idea of like Jadevian doesn't love football. Eh, I don't know, but does he? Will he love football when he plays for John Gruden and Mike Mayock? Eh, I don't know. I might be uh, might be worth checking out, right? Okay. Uh, next up, Murph, Mosh, Swaggy J. Welcome back, Splatterhead and Fitz, and you two, Mikey, Mojo, and the Capo, Tan Hut. First, I sure hope Mojo watches his six on those slippery, sleazy coyotes. Dangerous creatures for sure. Last time I ran to a coyote, she swore she was 15, but they were... But they were 25. Oh, wait, that was a cougar. Never mind. <laughs> That's pretty funny. With all the hope of a new season uh, and hope in more ways than 50, there is one acquisition that truly stands out as the key to our season. And wouldn't you know, I think the big swagoo is onto something. You can give or take Jadevi and Clowney, or, or should I say Mac the Light. Oh, nice. Uh, yes, six to 12 more sacks would be great. I would love to see him move in and out of the outside linebacker to the defensive end in a rotation, but a one-year rental is exactly what Mike Money Mayock is not about. And Murph, you said it best. Let's suit Jim Brown back up and get us all the bite again. Let's look into who's in the building. Not an all-Madden dream team, Marcus Mariota. Uh, Gruden is subliminally telling Carr to play with his legs. Remember Marcus won a Heisman using his legs to go with a cannon of an arm. Then Mike Money Mayock drafts a wide receiver who played emergency quarterback as well as Capo promises and make him a running back. But the key pickup, and we talk about Lynn Bowden Jr. there, but the key pickup of this offseason was made last week. As a man of faith, as Carr is, as many of you know as well, we just signed Randall freaking Cunningham. Thank you for bringing this up because that's something I didn't have in my notes originally, and I'm glad you brought this up. This is legit. Um, 
bring in Randall Cunningham. Yes, that Randall Cunningham from the Minnesota Vikings, more so from the uh, uh, from the Philadelphia Eagles, one of the most dynamic players in his time. Uh, he'll be leading the team in prayer in hopes that Carr runs the ball. Well, I don't know about that, but he is been has been hired as the team chaplain, and uh, and I think that's a great hire, man. I'm that's 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 really cool. Obviously, no Raider ties, but uh, Randall Hunt, Randall Cunningham's a good man, and I think that he's going to be an awesome chaplain for the team. Uh, anyway, so he's going to be praying the car runs the ball. Who's next? Steven Willie Beeman, who's the greatest fictional quarterback, uh, going to come for halftime speeches. I'm going to go Johnny Utah as my favorite fictional quarterback. I think Johnny Utah takes the cake there. Um, I'm taking the over that Derek Carr runs for 800 yards this season to go with his 4,000 passing yards. Okay, I'll take the under uh, and your money. Uh, I mean, how can he not? Just take it easy around the pylons. <laughs> oh, my gosh, this is good. Uh, you almost lost half the nation to a mass heart attack last year after slipping in that one for a touchdown. Here's to a new season and everyone's health. Go Raiders. Uh, Stacy Ruff Raider. Appreciate you, Stacy Ruff. That was a good email. All right, good stuff there. And uh, oh, and as, as always, too, we're going to like this is two weeks in a row or two shows in a row that I've had a chance to award the Sizzler. So the best email or the best uh, phone call we get this week, you'll get a Sizzler award, which absolutely gets you nothing other than the prestige around here and bragging rights. So uh, an appreciation from us uh, and something you can add to your uh, email signature like our good friend Paul in Shropshire, which we're going to hear from in just a second. All right, next up. Yo, what up, Murph, Swaggy, and the one and only Uncle Mosh. I hope all is well and safe and sound. I come today to be a little controversial. Dig it, man. Bring it. Uh, but let me first get this off my chest. As most of you know by now, oh, this is interesting. Okay. As most of you know by now, Barstool Sports, shout out Barstool, Barstool Sports, no free shout outs. They're the ones that host the Bustin' with the Boys podcast. Barstool Sports released a map from Sports Housing Recreational Tourism Statistics saying that a team who can't fill a community college stadium is the most popular team in California. I'm not even sure they can fill up the party section at Chuck E. Cheese. The dead batteries can't even fill an apartment complex swimming pool. Their fans invented quarantine. If I had a dollar for every fan they had, I couldn't fill my gas tank. I could do this all day, but I'm pretty sure you guys get the point. Okay, now let's get, get that off my chest. Let me get to my controversy. Now hear me out when I say this. 52 might be the most important player in recent history, and here's why. Okay, I'm with you so far. First off, let me tell you this. Okay, this is interesting that you said the name of this thing. So for those of you who don't know what he's talking about, there was a tweet that came out through Barstool for this organization that did a study on the most popular teams in each state. And the Chargers were named the most popular team, all of sports. So more than the Lakers, more than the Warriors, more than the, you know, then Raiders, more than the Niners, more than the Kings, more than you name it. Okay. Uh, most po- or both Kings, Sacramento or Los Angeles, the most popular team in the state. And they said the Chargers. Okay. Now there wasn't just that one. There were a lot of them that were funky where you like, there was like, you know, I think it's Chicago's like the White Sox. Like everybody knows it's the freaking Cubs, right? More th- or even the Bears, more so than the Bears, more than there would be the White Sox. But so there was some that were really funky. Okay, and then I saw somebody point this out on Twitter, and I wish I could take credit for it. It wasn't my catch, but this is this tells you all you need to know about this place. This study was put out by the Sports, Housing, and Recreational Tourism Statistics. That's S 
S-H-A-R-T-S. Sharts. You know what a shart is? Look it up. I won't tell it to you here on the air. I think this was a joke. You sharted? You with me? Okay. 52 might be the most important player in race. Speaking of sharted. 52. His rookie year, he gave a lot of people hope and promise for future. Finished third defensive rookie of the year. Plus, his first career sack was against Phillip Rivers. Yes. 2015, he had five sacks against the Donkeys. What a great game. That was money. First player in NFL history to make the AP All-Pro first team two positions. Right defensive end and outside linebacker. Absolutely. And was voted 13th on the top NFL 100 players. 2016 speaks for itself. Absolutely it does. 2017, 78 combined tackles, 10 and a half sacks, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, three pass deflections. He's such a stud. I do miss him as a player. I get it why, and I support why they moved on. But man, he was, he was geez, what a beast. The most important part of my argument is the selfish holdout. If he doesn't hold out, we don't get, listen to this, and this is why. This is why I support what they did. Not only the money. Not only the money to allow us to sign people like Corey Littleton and Nick Kwiatkowski and, you know, Demarius Randall and you, you name it, all these guys, because we got money. But we don't get Josh Jacobs, Damon Arnett, Trayvon Mullen, Isaiah Johnson, Foster Moreau, and Brian Edwards. You can add Quentin Bell, who didn't make the team, and A.J. McCarron for the hell of it. All those players tied to the trade. Not only did he make the Raiders look good on the field, but he helped us build the foundation for the future and saved us a ton of money. So in a way, we should praise him for being so selfish that he actually helped our team. The irony, that is amazing, the, the irony in that is amazing when you think about it. I know a lot of people might chew me out uh, in that, in the chat, in the comments, but you can't say I'm lying. With that, I'll go hide in my cave. All the love and respect from yours truly, Ty. Ta-da, Raider. P.S. Saturday is my birthday. My wife asked me if I wanted a cake. I said, nope, I'm going to Dominico's for cannolis. What's up? <laughs> Ah, that's great, man. Great email from Ty, man. Absolutely. And dude, I'm so with you. Like, when you look at, remember what I just was talking about value? Like, that's, talk about an exchange of value. We'll take that trade all day long. You know, you don't win championships with superstars. You win championships with depth. And now we have depth. Like, that departure of that one magnificent player. Like, I can't tell you how big of a fan, as I'm sure you were too. I can't tell you what a huge fan I was of Khalil Mack. Like he was in, not only was he an amazing football player, but he was a good dude. Like he was, that was somebody that like, you know, like you want your kids to root for. Like that's a role model kind of guy. Like he had everything, but he was so expensive, so expensive. And you look at the, what we got in return. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. It was worth it. It was absolutely worth it. All right. One more here before we get to the voicemails. Let me get a breath here before we get to voicemails. Nobody. Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. All right, you know the guy that anchors the email segment, as always. Paul. 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 Paul.
I appreciate everybody in the chat room joining us tonight. And uh, Big Easy, looks like you need a beer or bourbon, Murph. That's one of the reasons I needed, I needed to wet the whistle a little bit there, man. It's all this talking, man, and talking. Str- I'm not used to talking for nonstop for an hour, man. This is crazy. But I appreciate everybody in the in the chat tonight holding it down, man. Appreciate you supporting uh, us here in the fan cave and uh, and me for this podcast selfie. Uh, so Big Easy is in there, as I mentioned. Kill Jadis. Pirate 1975. What's up, dude? Uh, I haven't, haven't talked to you for a while. Uh, Ron the Mater Raiders in there. Matthew Mangus. Ta-da! Raiders in there. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Jeff Murphy. What's up, Jeff? Uh, good to see you again, brother. And uh, Fabricator Gill from the IE is in there. Uh, Devel McGuine. Uh, nice to meet you. Uh, that's, that's a new name for us in here in the chat. And uh, please chat room. I'll reach out to Devel and, uh, and make sure uh, um, uh, you extend the, uh, uh, the red carpet uh, from, from the RFR uh, listening audience there. So, uh, all right. Last one from Paul. Evening, fellas. Hope everybody is okay. As we wait patiently to find out what the new season will look like, few things have caught my attention since the last RFR Live. First and most importantly, 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. Thank you, Paul. Fantastic news. Congratulations, guys. America went to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube right now. They sure did. And uh, here's to 3,000. Absolutely. Well, uh, uh, we, will, we will keep the momentum up. And, uh, yeah, when we start getting close to 3,000, we'll have to come up with another giveaway. And I appreciate everybody that catapulted us back uh, or catapulted us over the 2,000. And we leaped it by a bunch. Like, we're almost to 2,100 now. So, uh, so quite a few over this past week. And I appreciate all of you. Uh, I like the idea of Randall Cunningham. Being at the Raiders, uh, and now we've signed him, sort of. And maybe only as the new chaplain, but a vital role nonetheless, and he looks after players' interest. Also, Washington decided to change its name, and we are looking for suggestions to a new one. So how about calling them Washington Zip, as it'll be most <laughs> accurate most of the time? <laughs> That's pretty funny. I like that. Hey, and so on a serious note, though, can I put in my two cents on this? Uh, I like Red Tails. I like Red Tails, and if you don't know the story behind the Red Tails and the Tuskegee Airmen, uh, I'll give you a chance to jot that down, Tuskegee Airmen. Uh, look that up and, uh, and check out why that would be, I think, a very uh, a appropriate name to honor those gentlemen uh, that were the Red Tails. And, uh, yeah, I think that would be a very good... Um, uh, you know, change for the, for the, for the Redskins. And, uh, you know, there's a few other names out there that I've heard that are, that are pretty good, but, um, but they're more just like, you know, typical mascotty kind of things like Red Hawks and things like that. I think Red Tails would be cool. And you think about the logo opportunities for what a Red Tail is, which was an, an old World War II airplane. Uh, like that would, that provides a lot of cool uh, stuff there in terms of like marketing and like imagery and stuff like that. So that's, anyways, that's my vote is Red Tails. Chat room, what's yours, man? What, what's yours? Besides, and, and look, and I, look, I get it. Like we hate the Redskins because of, of freaking, you know, the Super Bowl. And so, you know, and I've never been a huge fan of that name for all the reasons that you would imagine. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I like that we're in an era now where, you know, this is a, this is a change. This is a thing that, that needed to be done for a while. And, and, uh, and I think if you can do something really cool, like instead of potentially knocking somebody down, instead, let's lift somebody up. Let's honor this group of men that were the Tuskegee Airmen that were the Red Tails and go to Red Tails. Anyways, that's, I'll dismount my soapbox now. All right, back to Paul's email. Seriously, though, not wishing to make light of a serious topic, I'd like to thank them for their contribution to the Super Bowl. There we go. That's what I was just talking about. Super Bowl, uh, um, uh, Super Bowl 18. I was nervous going to that, into that game, especially with Riggins being a beast, so it was good of, their te- uh, good of them to turn up and watch us win. 
38 to 9, they were watching an awful lot. They may as well have added their players to the crowd figures. All right, and uh, then we're on to little Kermit. He got his contract extension, all $450 million with 503 potential. We were talking about that with Will today, man. A half of a billion dollars. Uh, which And it's actually kind of funny. On their, one of their last shows, Taylor uh, goes, let's call Pat. Let's see if we can get him on the phone. And he freaking answered, and they talked to him on the show. Pretty funny. Um, is he worth it? I don't know. Uh, of course he is, but what uh, what a detriment to the rest of the roster. Already Chris Jones is saying he'll hold out unless he gets north of $20 million. Uh, there has to be big problems over the next couple of years, and hopefully lots of them. All right, let's dig in this for half a second. The Chiefs signed Chris Jones today, yesterday, whenever it was. Derrick Henry got signed today, too. Derrick Henry got a big, fat contract today, and rightfully so. Um, but I think Chris Jones signed for an $85 million total deal. Of course, Patrick Mahomes is, is, is the, the, the 503. So, you know, a lot of people, a lot of Chiefs fans or proponents of the contract are saying like, oh, it's team friendly, it's team friendly. Yeah, kind of, okay? But the, at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is the cap hit because the only reason that salary, it's all funny money in terms of the NFL. These teams have the capability to pay players way more even than what they get, but you have to manage within the salary cap, which is roughly $200 million. Oh, let's see who this is. Let's take it. Let's take a live call. Here we go. Then I'll get up back on my soapbox. Call from Matthew Mangus. To accept, press one. Matthew Mangus, what's up, brother? What's up, Ma? Good, good talk to you, man. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, so I was just listening. I've have you seen the movie Red Tails? I sure have. That's like, George Lucas's last big movie. Oh my, oh my God! Like when they was, I, I haven't seen the ending, but I saw the beginning when like they were taking a mission, right? And they were playing, like, from the last plane to last man, last bullet. We fight! Yeah. And, like, I'm just like, they're minorities. They're never going to get the credit that they deserve, you know, from the media. And yet, they fought for America, knowing that they go home and everything, you know, and not be recognized the way that a lot of others were. You're absolutely right, man. I, I, I appreciate that comment so much because that's the absolute truth. And so here we are all these years later. Like, what a great opportunity to honor those men, right? Do it. Do it, Dan Snyder. Do it. You know, they play in D.C. Like, they're right across in the nation's capital. The biggest way to honor those men and the biggest you know, middle finger to the president of the United States is to take the name of the Tuskegee Airmen and say, that's who we are now. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. I, 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 yeah, I appreciate the comments again. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it'd be a, be a good move for the team. So, hey, while I got you, though, uh, give me your, give me, uh, give me your uh, off-season thought on the Raiders. Off-season thoughts on the Raiders, man. I we got some dangerous people on defense, man. Corey Littleton, Nick Kwiatkowski, Demarius Randall. You have Trayvon Mullen going into year two. Uh, Damon Arnett, who could probably end up starting opposite, you know, Trayvon Mullen, uh, Meek Robinson. Gruden's got some dogs. Gruden's absolutely got some dogs, and he's finally given Paul Gunther you know, a respectable defense. We'll see. We'll have to see what happens. But uh, 
if he doesn't work out, Rob Marinelli is absolutely waiting to take his job. Yes, absolutely. I, I, I'm with you, too. Marinelli's waiting there in the wings, and they're definitely, you know, create a lot of competition, man, and a lot of positions. And that's one of the reasons, too, like, you know, to bring it back to our freaking awesome guest today. It's one of the reasons that I, you know, myself and a lot of people want to see Compton uh, back in the building, too, is that, you know, obviously they signed Littleton, they signed Kwiatkowski, but what a, what you couldn't ask for a better guy to have in there as a you know what I mean as a, as a, as, a, as a veteran as from a leadership role you know what I mean to 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 show these younger guys like about work ethic and study and like all that stuff man like I think it'd be a, a great asset it's just like Marinelli has been to Gunther but I think Compton could be to the linebacking core just like Marcus Mariota is to Derek Carr man I think that's it adds that extra layer of accountability man I, I'm 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 totally with you on that. I'm banging on the table saying you bring the you bring the bus to Vegas. You bring you 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 get the bus <laughs> on the boys bus and you bring it to the Death Star. And that way, you know, voila. Absolutely. You know, he doesn't even need, he doesn't even need to move. Just put all his bags and his football pads in uh, the bus. There you go, man. I love it, man. That would be I'm, I'm sure Will would absolutely love that. I'm sure he'd love to drop a podcast on us on Saturday and then go play in Allegiant Stadium on Sunday, man. That would be pretty cool. But uh hey brother, I appreciate you calling the show, man. Thanks for calling live, man. This has been the yeah. last time we did the show. We got a couple live calls and appreciate you jumping in here on Raiders Fan Radio tonight. And thank you always for your and your brother's support, man. You guys, I know the Mangus twins, man. You guys got our back on, on social media and otherwise, and we really appreciate Hold everything on one you do second, for us. My twin just walked in. Put so him on here. Raiders fan radio. What's up, Raiders fan hey, hey. radio? What's up, brother? Raiders. <laughs> yeah. Raiders. What's going on, man? What's going on? Dude, well, it's so good to hear from you and your brother, man. I was just telling him, thank you so much for all the support that you give us each and every week, man. Anytime. Does this mean I get a sizzle <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Marsh is in here. You can't lobby for a sizzler. Thank you. I want half of that sizzler. Thank you. Thank you all. We'd like to thank you our get... mom. No, wait. We'd like to thank our dad for giving us our diehard rate of fat passion. There you and, go. Uh, our mom for giving birth to us. Oh. And uh, it's, it's about time I finally get one of these. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Hey, I tell you what, you guys are you guys are definitely up for a Fanny Award. I promise you that. Tune in when we do the Fanny Awards here in a couple of weeks. I, I definitely you'll get the honorary Sizzler tonight for sure. But you guys are definitely up for a Fanny Award. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we'd like to thank we'd like to thank the Radio Spin Radio Academy for nominating us. <laughs> Don't don't lean out to Caprio us. I, I'll get mad. No, hey, we won't play the music and 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 play you guys off the stage, man. You take all the time you need. Thank you. Absolutely. Because um, I do have a lot of lit. I do have a lot. I'm like, thank you, lit. <laughs> hey, just as long as you start off with Capo and you start off with Swag and Uncle Mosh, as long as you keep those three guys at the top of the list, and after that, it's it's yeah, all things fair. Oh yeah, oh, salute I, to the Capo. What's up, Capo? There we go. <laughs> Oh man! Well, hey, salute to all the made salute to all the made men out there. Salute to all of Raider Nation. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay six feet apart, 
wear your damn mask. Right on. I couldn't think of better better words than that, man. Appreciate you. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, the Megas Twins. You guys rock. We love you, and we appreciate you here at Raiders Fan Radio. Peace out. See you guys. All right, there's the Mangus twins, man. Those guys are great, man. They they those guys got our back so much on social media, Twitter, always retweeting our stuff, always supporting our stuff, and uh, we we appreciate you very much. And uh, appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight as well. Chucktown Raider, Pirate, nineteen seventy five, the Big Easy, Ron, the Mater Raider, Stacy Ruff. Uh, Stacy Ruff says this is the same person. Prove me wrong. You heard them both there at the same time, though. That's what Mosh said. Mosh said he goes, that's the same guy. It's the same guy. Well, there you go. You heard them both at the same time. So. Uh, Fabricator Gill's in there. William Wilson. What's up, William? Uh, Zeke is in there. I appreciate all of you joining us uh, live here for Raiders Fan Radio. All right, back to uh, Paul's email, the 19-minute the email from Paul. Uh, his, it's my fault because I keep taking breaks from you and talking a lot. I got a podcast, whatever. I talk a lot, Paul. Okay, back to Kermit. Uh, $20 million. Oh, 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 no, I was going on about the Chiefs. Okay, all right. So the Chiefs, so you got this big contract with Patrick Mahomes. You got this big contract now with Chris Jones. Yes, they're, quote, team-friendly. But the point, though, is that the cap hit occupies big percentages of the total number. So if your cap percentage, say Patrick is 15% plus of the cap. Say Chris Jones is 5-plus percent of the cap. So collectively, conservatively, you have 20% of your entire 53-man roster occupied by two players. That's not conducive to building a team because guess what? Tyreek Hill's going to want to get paid. Travis Kelsey's going to want to get paid. Meikle Hardman's going to want to get paid. You know, uh, Tyron Matthews going to want to get paid. Whatever, like, you name it. These guys are going to want to start getting, wanting to start getting paid. And you, they've got like a year, maybe two, where they're going to be able to manage within the cap. After that, they're going to go the way of the Seahawks. They're going to go the way of the Steelers. They're going to go the way of the Ravens. They're going to go the way of the Packers. You pay your quarterback big money after he plays out his rookie contract. You win a Super Bowl, and then guess what? Because freaking, like when you look at all the examples, the only one that doesn't follow is Tom Brady. Because Tom Brady is Tom Brady, and he's married to a supermodel that makes more money than he does, so he can play for $14 million a year and not bitch about it. He doesn't need to get paid twenty-five a year. So he plays on a discount. They can build the team around him, and guess what? Six rings later, right? Okay? You follow? So, like, what I'm getting at is that the Chiefs are not going to be able to sustain this. It's going to be short-lived. They're playing their window now. I don't blame them. Cash in. You got one into your belt. You play for the back-to-back. Not many, very, te- not very many teams have done that throughout history. Maybe look at a three-peat tops. Here's the thing I know, Raider Nation. Maybe we're playing for second place this year. Is that such a bad thing? The idea that we make a, a wild card and we got to go play at Tennessee or something for a game. Whatever. That's livable. We can deal with that. We don't have to be division winners. Just make us the playoffs and Derek Carr go win us a game. But after that... After that, expectations got to be division. We have too good of a core group. We have too good of a young crop of players and mix of veterans to not be a playoff team. Like, seriously. Like, if we get to year five and we're not making the playoffs of the John Gruden era, come on, man. I'm the biggest Chuck fan in the world. You can't get a bigger fan than us, and I know so many of you too, right? You cannot get to be bigger fans about John Gruden than we are around here. But if he goes five years and doesn't make the playoffs, that ain't Derek's fault, right? Okay. Back to Paul's email. Sorry, Paul. This is good. Like, we're going to like the Paul segment here. It's going to take like 
you know, two hours for me to read his email. A big talking point most of us, uh, with the most of us, though, is should the Raiders take clowning? Absolutely 100% yes. I've seen a few say they wouldn't, but I would in a heartbeat. I watched the Raider Cody chat with Murph and would echo everything said there. He may have fallen away on his stats last year, but that could be for any number of reasons. These guys aren't robots and entitled to drop the ball so very often. Uh, I'm sorry, Amari Cooper. If continuous improvement is what we are seeking, then it's a no-brainer for me. Put it this way. If you'd have said to me 12 months ago that we could be seeing Corey Littleton and Jadevian Clowney at the Raiders, I'd have snatched your hand off. It would, have, it would improve things on defense overnight and give us more options on our depth chart. I hope we can make him an offer he can't refuse. I have a question for you to finish off the week. I'm looking to purchase something from the Fanatic site soon. Every time I go onto the site, it redirects me to the European site. Does the same deal apply with the money for the EXO Foundation uh, if I buy from the European site? Um, that's a great question. I would assume yes, but buy a hat or something that's not crazy expensive and we'll let you know. I'll be able to track the, because I can see every time a, a, a transaction gets made, I can see it and I'll be able to tell you uh, if it contributed or not. Like maybe like, you know, I'm not trying to like, you don't want, it's not about like how much money you spend, but like shoot me like a dollar amount, like send me a text or an email or something. Just let me know like what you bought and then I can look out for it and then I can be able to tell you if it registered or not. And that's a great question. And thank you for being considerate enough to ask that because we have so many listeners in the UK and yeah, you click our link and it takes you fanatics. I'm pretty sure that it won't make a difference. Cause I think once you click our link, it registers you no matter what. But just to make sure uh, that our UK folks and our European listeners and everybody else abroad or outside the United States, I should say, uh, let's see if that if that works. So thank you, Paul, for uh, thinking of us in that uh, context. All right. Finally, from what we're seeing on the TV in the UK, it seems like uh, COVID is still having a impact on the U.S. Yeah, like bigger than the rest of the world. I don't know. That's that's your guess is as good as ours, too, on that. Um, that's whatever. I'll save you the political conversation, but it's bananas um so please be safe do your thing uh to help make things safer for yourselves and others and uh some cool looking raiders face masks on the fanatics website right on man absolutely wear your like hey the mangus uh brother said it best you know stay six feet apart wear your mask so you know wash your dang hands you know what i mean not not rocket science here folks um love and best wishes to the rfr family love you raider nation his lordship Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi. Polly Award winner 2019, BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, and five-time, five-time, five-time winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Hey, what's up? It's Brockman from the Rich Eisen Show. And it's Del Tupo from the Rich Eisen Show. You're listening to Murph and Mosh. On Radio. Yes. <laughs> All right. Appreciate everybody in the chat tonight. I've shot them out a bunch, but man, you guys are, are the best, especially on these podcast selfies. 
Aaron the Q-Doc Raider, Chuck Down Raider is in there. The Big Easy is in there. Fabricator Gill, Pirate 1975, Round the Mater Raider. Uh, Zeke, uh, appreciate all of you. Uh, did I say Chuck Down Raider yet? I think I did. Uh, appreciate you. I love it. <laughs> Foxy Scorpio is in there. I love how they're talking about uh, John Elway and about what kind of a mask he would wear. And uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> Sonny says, John Elway's the only guy that can eat corn in a cob from around the corner. Um, all right, let's get into some voicemails. Uh, I've got the ones that are already that I've that I've edited up for the show, but let's let's hit these two here. This is from Ron the Materator and from the Capo. So uh, each and every week, you can reach us by the emails, like those folks did uh, a bit ago, by emailing show at RaidersFanRadio.com. That's S H O W at RaidersFanRadio.com, or you can uh, call us nine zero nine. 345-3346 and uh, if we play your message on the show three times you become a made man or a made woman waiting on you Michelle Sweat to become the second made woman and uh, so to uh, uh, to kick off this segment we always go to the capo he is Aaron the Q-Dog Raider he is the, the head of the crew of the made men and women and uh, let's check out what he had to say Greetings Don Murph Consigliere Marsh on the boss Sonny Sergeant at Arms the Sizzler the big Raider trucker Mojo from the Pod Show, Raider Ramon the Mean King, Swag Jeff, Nation, it's your cop over here in the Q-Dog Raider calling from the great state of Texas. I mean, what is there to talk about during this part of the offseason? I mean, will there even be a season? Um, name changes, you know, for, you know, offensive organizations that hail from the uh, NFC East, I mean, truck radials. On semi-truck, I mean, I don't know what the hell to talk about, but let's get off into this thing. Uh, Jason Owen of Definition.org had a list of the biggest NFL busts of all time. Coming in at number 31, hold on to your hats, Marcus Mariota. Oh! Can you believe that? I know, Jeff. You're, you're, you're feeling some type of way about this, <laughs> but at number two, at least it was Jamarcus Russell is one of the biggest busts. Oh. And the year that we got, um, Jabustus, um, Calvin Johnson, Adrian Peterson, Marshawn Lentz, Darrell Rivas, Patrick Willis, uh, just to name a few were available. Oh. But uh, let's talk our way back off of the ledge. And another uh, website, Delight.com, had the most overrated quarterbacks in NFL history. And coming in at number nine, and this is for Uncle Mosh, uh, Terry Bradshaw. Perhaps no quarterback in NFL history had his average legacy propped up by incredible teammates more than number 12 himself for the uh, not the silver and black, oh my goodness, but the mustard and black. Yes, those steel curtain teams allowed that ham and egg to make a, a mere 51.9% of his pass for um, a, a rating of 70.9 over his career, which came in less than Rex Grossman's. Amazing. Uh, Bradshaw threw 212 touchdowns versus 210 interceptions, and I see why he's on the list, but here's where things hit home. Um, our Terry Bradshaw, um, our legendary quarterback, yes, I'm talking about legend Ken Snake Stabler, came in at number eight. I'll tell you, insult to injury. But, you know, you look at the numbers and, you know, we like math, but, you know, we don't do numbers and we like numbers and don't do math. It doesn't matter <laughs> what it does because um, I just think that it's terrible that Snake's on that. And I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole, but coming to number four was Jim Plunkett. And they had um, – uh, George Bland on there as well. I mean, they really went at the Raiders on this. Listen, congratulations to the Raiders for naming UNLV star and QB Eagles of super techable fame. Uh, I'm talking about Randall Cunningham as Come the on. team chaplain. The hit list, any hopes by anybody in the silver and black nation wanting this Chris Jones guy. He's a chief, so screw him. I like our team. I like our chances. Nice. Respect to everybody that's a made man and woman, and I'm out. Rue. 
That's why he's the best right there, man. Bringing it. Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Appreciate you, Capo, as always. And, uh, man, great stuff there. And, you know, so this is interesting here. So I'm so glad you brought you brought up the quarterbacks because I'm going to – here's something that came up this week. And so I'm, first I'm going to show you this picture. And this is taken, obviously, a few years ago. So let's see. Let me see that there. So you got Daryl Monica there, number three. You got Plunkett, 16. You got Blanda, uh, also 16. And then, of course, Stabler, 12, okay? And as, for those of you on the YouTube, you can see there's a caption there. And I'm going to read it to you for the interest of the audio uh, crew or audio audience. This is one of the reasons that we're so critical of Derek at times. And look, and I and we're no, you know, we're not haters, right? I'm not in that camp, and I'm not a stan either. Like, whatever, my fandom is deeper than being labeled one thing or another uh, because there's context involved. But here's the thing, that any time we are sensitive to, uh, you know, some of the things about Derek, here's why, okay? Because here's where... And I don't know if it's an age thing or not. I'll identify with it because it's me. It's my story. I'm 47 years old. I've been a fan of this team for a long ass time. Growing up, the Raiders were always good. And it wasn't until I got into my late teens, early 20s that they really became any kind of bad. Yeah, there was a window between, you know, Tom Flores and Art Shell uh, and the resurgence of the Raiders in the early 90s where, um, you know, we had some rough years. But for the most part, like growing up, even through those rougher years, we still maintained like the highest winning percentage of any sports uh, franchise in the history of all of sports, like yada, yada, all that stuff. Right. So the greatness of the Raiders was never gone until we got into like the early 2000s. And then by that time, it was like not excuse me, not the early 2000s, like the, the middle part of the 2000s. Like we had our we had our, our Gruden window. And then after that, they got rolling again. Anyway, so all that said, here's why. So if you're old enough to remember these guys, even if it wasn't, you're not old enough to remember them in uniform and watching their games live, but just to have an awareness of them and the history and the legacy that they bring to the team. From 1967 to 1986, check my math, but that's about 20 years. The Oakland Raiders had the NFL's most wins and highest winning percentage. They had 206 wins and 78 losses with seven ties. That's a 724 winning percentage. The Raiders won a lot in those 20 years. These four men, LaMonica, Plunkett, Blanda, Stabler, manned the quarterback position during that span, and his starters accounted for 170 of those wins. They went 3-1 and one in four Super Bowl appearances, combining for seven touchdown passes and one interception. That's what our perspective is. That's what our expectation is. That's what our legacy and our history is at the quarterback position. You can have all the regular season stats you want. We, that's great. That's, you have all the productivity that you want. When do you win? That's what counts. When. Not just do you win, but when do you win? When you look at the way that those four guys won and represented the team and the legacy of the Raiders, it's different than anything else we've seen since those four, since Plunkett hung them up. So, and granted, you could count Rich Gannon in there, and that's no disrespect to Rich Gannon, but this thing came out to represent like a, a run, a 20-year run of the team. 20 years. Like that's probably, knowing that our audience skews younger, that's probably a majority of your lives 
that the Raiders were that great. You may not have been born then, but you get what I'm saying, though, in terms of quantity of time spent. That's where we're coming from, Raider Nation. So I'll just say this. Derek, go win us some gosh darn football games. Please, for the love of God. All right, next up. Let's go to Ron. Murph, Mosh, Swag, what's going on, guys? Hope everybody's doing well. This is Ron. Um, just wanted to talk a little bit. I saw uh, something online somewhere about which uh, part of the team was going to make the biggest jump this year. Um, and I think if we get into specifics, the part that we should see make the biggest jump this year is our second-half adjustments. We, were, uh, we ran out of depth last year, period. And I don't think we had the ability to adjust the way that Gruden – really wanted to. I think we're going to see that jump one because we have to, because Gruden, if that was his second half adjustments, won't last very long, but I don't really think it, it was what he wanted to do. And with this draft, we have so much flexibility and so many Swiss Army nice guys that uh, we can have several different game plans uh, put in place with, with the talent that we have. Uh, they've really done well with this roster, I think. And then the other thing, just to touch on the frog prints over there in Kansas City. I like what Trent Brown said that, you know, when they asked him about what he thought about it and he said, well, great. I'm glad he got his money. Competition's competition. Uh, you know, he's not going to shy away from, oh man, we're stuck for playing this guy for the next 12 years. It's okay, great. We're going to go beat this guy for the next 12 years. We got to get better. And I think that's a good attitude. Love the attitude of our younger players. They're all bought in. So hopefully we have this season and we get to see some big jumps. Have a good one, guys. I appreciate you, Ron. Yeah, man. You know you can't control who you're. You can't control your schedule. You can't control the roster of the other team. You play who you play. You 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 play the 11, 11 guys that are across from you. And I love uh, I love it. I'm with you. I'm like that's the perfect mindset to have. Is that you you know like you can't control that. So what you do? What do you do? You focus on what you can do. What can you control? And that's how you know how good your work ethic is, how good your study habits are, how good your, you know what I mean? Like, what do you do when it's, you know, go time, man, when the lights are on. So I, I'm with you on that. And I, and I, and I appreciate that that's the sentiment of the players. And, uh, and I, and I certainly hope that that's, that's contagious because look one way or the other, whether we're building or not, we're whether the chiefs are building big teams around Patrick Mahomes or not, Patrick Mahomes himself is not going anywhere. And what do great players do, especially great quarterbacks? They make those around them great as well. And so if Patrick Mahomes is going to make, say they don't re-sign Travis Kelsey, say Tyreek Hill does move on, say Nicole Hardman does move on, is he going to make draft picks great? Is he going to bring in young guys? They're going to draft players and make them great around him? I don't know. Certainly capable of that you know, at this point. So, uh, so the Raiders definitely got their work cut out for him. But I think defensively, we're putting a lot of the pieces in place, uh, as, as a few of you have mentioned tonight, to be able to, to counter that. So, all right, good stuff there from, uh, uh, from Capo and from Ron, the Mater Raider, two of the made men of the made men right there, man. That's an awesome way to start off the show and, uh, and appreciate you gentlemen as always. All right, so, well, heck, speaking of made men of the made men, actually, this whole friggin' segment is going to be made men of the made men. Uh, let's go up. Uh, let's go to hear from our buddy Mojo. We asked uh, last time we were live to get a word back from those of you that are season ticket holders because we were very interested in what the Raiders may or may not have communicated to you. Mojo's a season ticket holder, and let's check in and see what he's got to say. Fellas, made men. It's your boy from San Diego. It's Mojo. Hope everybody's doing good, man. Hey, uh, I was going to talk about the clowny thing. Uh, I, I think it's a pipe dream. I don't think we're going to sign him. Uh, low balling the guy. He's going to be able to make some money somewhere else. But I do want to call about this. You know, there's a few of us that call in 
that are season ticket holders. We're season ticket holders this year. With all this coronavirus thing going on, I'm freaking out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I'm worried that um, maybe we'll be doing a season with no fans. Maybe we'll be doing a season with, you know, like a smaller capacity. Well, if that's the case, I'm going to tell you, Mojo here is a nosebleed guy because I'm serving this great nation. I don't make a whole lot of money. And I'm worried that I'll be left out in the cold. Guys, one way or another, I'm hanging out with Murph on opening day, whether, you know, we both got uh, the seats from, uh, from, from the parking lot. One way or another, we're going to be doing our thing. But, uh, yeah, weigh in on that. If anybody's heard anything, uh, please say something, man. Uh, Raiders haven't contacted me at all. Uh, no surprise there, though. Anyway, hope you guys are good. Mojo out. All right. Good to hear from our buddy Mojo there. And uh, yeah, if you don't want to, uh, if you want to hear about Coyote PSAs or season ticket holder status, you can definitely check in with our buddy Mojo there and uh, check out his new show, When the Universe Speaks. And they are all over all the different versions of social media. So definitely support him uh, in, in that way. And yeah, that's interesting that he had to say that, that, you know, the Raiders hadn't been in contact. Like he said, you know, no huge surprise there, but. Uh, you would think something's got to be coming soon, man. That something's got to be coming soon. But uh, one way or the other, we're all going to be there in Vegas and uh, absolutely sharing a tailgate, sharing a beverage, uh, sharing a pregame show at the Stage Door Casino. Uh, it's going to be a good time there in Vegas uh, come late September. All right, uh, one more to get to uh, before we issue up our uh, sizzler of the night. And this is interesting. This is our buddy Houston Raider Steve. Houston Raider Steve. Hey, what's up? Uh... Washington having to change the name of their team and everything. These are all the t- towns in America that since we probably won't have an NFL season, we're going to have to, we're going to have to get rid of all these town names. Knock them stiff, slap out, dildo, blue ball. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So Steve, <laughs> so with the Washington Reds, if you're not following, I got to do this twice because this is funny. So the Houston, <laughs> The Washington Redskins are changing their name, and as they should. So Steve says there are cities in the U.S. that also should consider changing their names. And so I want you to listen to this list that Steve comes up with of recommended name changes of cities around our country. Okay, here we go. Since we probably won't have an NFL season, we're going to have to we're going to have to get rid of all these town names. Knock them stiff. Slap out, dildo, blue ball, intercourse, French lick, bird in hand, hell for certain, Satan's kingdom, flicking, happy corner, buttsville, slasher, big beaver, hooker, new beaver, beaver, pinch, Midgetville, New Jersey was torn down by the flood from, from the uh, hurricane Irene and also Midgetville, Pennsylvania. Those are all the towns that are going to have to change their, uh, those are just the towns that are going to have to change their names. And we're worried about the Raiders. So, they're going to be busy to politically correct people between now and forever. So I guess since we don't have a football season, we can go around changing all the towns. A lot of them are in Amish country and, uh, in Pennsylvania, of all places. Go figure. Have a great day. Go Raiders. Oh, my gosh, Steve, you're the best. All these town names. Knock them stiff, slap out, dildo, blue ball, intercourse, French lick, curtain hand, hell for certain, Satan's kingdom, licking, happy corner, buttsville, Flasher, Big Beaver, Hooker, New Beaver, Beaver, Pinch, Midgetville, New Jersey was torn down. Oh my gosh, Steve, you're the best. Okay, so in the chat, they're like, here come the foggy glasses, except 
that uh, courtesy of my buddy Kevin the Raider Nerd, who sent me a box of anti-fog wipes. Uh, so I've used these on my glasses going into the show tonight. So uh, I'm not fogging up. But yes, uh, also, as Kiljada said, that, ladies and gentlemen, is tonight's Sizzler Award. I am the Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today! From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Steve, the only way that could have possibly been funnier is if you just started making up names. That would have been really, really funny because we wouldn't have known. I'd have been like, oh, yeah, there's a city called Slapnuts, Virginia or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, Steve, you're so funny. That was great. Great job there. And I appreciate everybody that that, uh, that called in tonight. Appreciate the live calls from the, from the Mangus Twins. Uh, appreciate the emails, uh, uh, our, our, uh, our calls from, uh, of course, the Capo and, and, uh, and Ron, and then Houston Raider Steve there and, and Mojo, and our emailers, which uh, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. It was uh, Tada Raider. It was Stacy Ruff. Um, uh, oh, my gosh. Of course, Paul. Who else am I missing? Uh, Daniel Mangus, I believe it was. Am I missing somebody else? Oh, uh, Aaron, Aaron R. I appreciate you uh, calling and, uh, and and emailing the show tonight. I appreciate all the support that you give us each and every week here at Raiders Fan Radio. And, uh, man, uh, these podcast selfies, you know, I'm not a huge fan of them, but uh, I do really enjoy still getting on here and, uh, and talking to Raider Nation. And I appreciate everybody in the chat tonight. That's YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. You can join us uh, every other week or every week during the regular season. Chucktown Raider is in there tonight. Ron the Mater Raider. Lee B. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, uh, who says Kevin the Raider Nerd is a beast on the Facebooks. Uh, Chucktown Raider. Kill Jada. Zeke. Tyrone Graves. Uh, who else am I missing in there? I can't scroll up, uh, but I appreciate everybody that's been in there tonight. Uh, you guys rock, man. Thank you for supporting uh, Raiders Fan Radio as you do. Go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear and buy something. We're going to give the money away. Any money we get from your purchase there, we're going to give it away. And stay tuned. One Nation Foundation is coming up. We're going to have a lot of great stuff around that. We're going to raise a bunch of money and give it away to a bunch of deserving charities and foundations and do some good uh, around Raider Nation, man, as, as only you guys, uh, the RFR listening crew, and really all of Raider Nation uh, can do. And so we appreciate you so much. And uh, so I missed Uncle Mosh tonight, as always. Missed Swag Jeff, as always, but so thankful to hang out with Swag today and hang out with our new friend, Will Compton, man. Uh, what a trip today, Raider Nation, you know, to hang out with uh, with one of the uh, – one of the Raiders, man, and talk a little bit of shop. We talk more podcasting than football, if you can believe that. But uh, anyway, so good to get to know Will a little bit. And um, thanks, man. Thanks to all of you. Uh, I guess that's all I got. I'm trying to I'm trying to hit the hit the post here, as the kids say. But uh, that's all I got, man. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you supporting Raiders Fan Radio. Don't forget, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night. God bless. Wear your mask. Stay apart. Peace. Knock them stiff, slap out, dildo, blue ball, intercourse, French lick, bird in hand. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. 
I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.